Pit Digging with Dexter Podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. Marissa McHale. Yes, I'm Victor. Oh, okay. Babe. I uh, see. No, I see how it's going to be this episode. Okay. You Asca, just. Ascarito. Okay. Victorito. <laughs> Sounds like Doritos. <laughs> uh, we are digging Dexter. Although we're not. That's just the name of the podcast. Uh, we are here to do episode five of season three of Dexter titled Turning Bimini's. Um,. This episode, any idea of why it's called Bimini's? Turning Bimini's, rather. No. So, it forever, I just thought, because it was just like Bimini Island. Bimini, yeah. Whatever. Um, turns out there was a song by the Vapors called Turning Japanese. Oh, of course. What do you, what do you mean, of course? Do you know that song? I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. Yeah. Okay. I never heard of that song. Really? And that, yeah. And that's apparently what the sort of reference in, like, you know, like the lion sleeps tonight and okay. stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thoughts on this episode. This is the first episode post Dexter and Rita engagement. Yeah. Um, post Dexter going to be a father and sort of, I forget where we left off last episode with Miguel and Dexter. What do you mean you... Where, oh, we left off with Ramon. He, that Ramon, Ramon was too uh, too much of a salty bitch. Yeah. Right. Uh, I should also say this is the episode we're making up ground for. Cause we're releasing this episode tomorrow. Yes. In a few hours. Um, so Monday we'll be right back on track with episode six. Yes. Um, thoughts on this episode? Okay. So if we last ended... Uh, episode four with Dexter's proposal. Sure. I feel like he's in a weird spot in this episode. I thought that last episode he was all on board with the engagement, all on board with the baby. And then this episode, I feel like he's just like, whoa, pump the brakes again. And I don't, I don't totally get that. While you were saying that, it would have reminded me of like, and we kind of both recently went through this, uh, I think I get this more than you and we talk about it sometimes. I was so on board to get a new car. Got a new car. Got a new, and all of a sudden, like, after you get the car, it's like, what did I just... I got to have a payment now. Yeah. But, like, you're also super excited about the car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just kind of feel like he's like, yes, of course I want to marry. Of course I want to have a kid. And all of a sudden, it's like, Dex, can you uh, just watch the kids while I go look for a house? Like, no, no, no. I'm going fishing. Like, that's... I no. get. I get where you're coming from, but I don't think that you feel that way with, like life oh, changing yeah. okay, yes. like if we got engaged and then like the next day i was like okay like go like it, you know and that like you know and it's not like dexter just kind of proposed on a whim even though he did but like he was all last episode like almost begging rita like sure, what can i sure. do to get her and now it's like he got her and it's just like what i'm not gonna get rid of my place i'm not gonna it's like how <laughs> well, did that happen uh, my, not even not even there wasn't even an episode that went by it was my argument really falters when he doesn't even want to let up his apartment yeah <laughs> you know i thought I will say, I totally get it. What from his? No, I'm. I am not. Uh, we'll get there to that point in the episode. But I totally understand Dexter. Um, yeah, th- but, having that mindset. But also, and it's like 
have that mindset. Maybe everyone has that mindset to a certain degree, but you also like have to grow up and like things have sure, to change, sure. you know? Um, I'm also wondering when Deb and Anton are just going to do it already. Right. Because that's getting a little old. Right. And um, again, it still just makes me laugh how Dexter and Miguel are the best of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Still so strange, but... I love... There's a moment in this episode, and it's always... When I think of Jimmy Smith in season three, I always think of this one scene, and we'll get there. Uh, To recap this episode, basically... Dexter and Rita had a little fight because Rita wants to start looking at houses. Dexter does not want to start looking at houses. Miguel sort of brings this Ethan Turner case to him. So Dexter, uh, following the code here, sneaks onto a cruise ship because that could happen. Kills someone, kills this Ethan Turner and sort of Rita goes into get some... She's spot bleeding. Yeah. While, while pregnant, obviously. And that kind of... Um, sets the course for the episode and then we kind of find out Rita's okay and then Miguel sort of knows that Dexter took care of this right uh in the meantime there's a new Skinner victim but it's not really a Skinner victim and Deb goes to Anton's and Anton bones on with another yep so our episode starts out at the ultrasound for baby Morgan um do you notice anything regarding this scene regarding what happens later in the episode? No. So I'll save it, but the how the episode starts out, like how we have it right here, um, we call that in the industry a tease for Ooh. the second part. So stay tuned for the second part. Um, the episode starts out with something and it's, you know, Dexter's going through his his, mon- his voiceover and whatnot. Um, Rita's baby is nine to ten weeks. And to sort of foreshadow everything, the doctor also says, everything is perfectly normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the other thing I had here? The son- So I have two things here. The sonogram reads Rita J. Bennett. Okay. This is probably not for you as much as it for other people. I don't know what her middle name is. Zach will probably help us out on this. Uh, because he sent us the timeline, this episode takes place September 26th to the 28th. Okay. This is a three-course over the episode in 2008, obviously. Um, you going to jump up there or what? I'm looking, talking to our dog. So Dexter and Miguel are golfing, and Miguel brings a case to Dexter. Um, it's, I feel like it's finally the first time that Dexter's the is not the only one who knows that someone guilty is out right you know because I, I always kind of hate the fact dexter is the only person in you know south florida who knows that this guilty guy's but also not for nothing miguel being a prosecutor he has to see people that maybe if you don't i mean like maybe if you don't have all of the evidence or all the facts you have to know that they did it or they had some involvement and they got out right you know like that can't yeah. be yeah, I understand that. I guess this is just the first time in the season or in the series, rather, that um, like we're kind of seeing another person frustrated about that stuff yeah. as much as Dexter. It's kind of cool the way, and some of this stuff is so good to come back to later in the season, and I wish I could remember to bring it back up. Um, but like M- Miguel sort of bringing a case to Dexter mm-hmm. is sort of fun. Like, you know, it's like... If you have an addiction and someone's just, hey, man, I got some more drugs for you. Yeah. Like, you know, um, and kind of like the crux of this episode, like they're at this country club, little golf, having lunch or whatever. And um, 
Well, they bring up that funny line about the massage table. Yeah. And Dexter's like, oh, laying on a table, helpless. Yeah. She says something else, right? Naked, helpless. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, yeah, you know. Um, Rita brings up... All right, are you with me about how awkward this is? So awkward. And it's like they got to fast track the... I wonder why they didn't fast track, like, skip time sort of Dexter never does montages but sort of a montage a montage is something like a lot happens in it so it passes time so yeah. you can advance why didn't because I mean we're talking now if I'm going by Zach's timeline we're talking what the second episode so we're talking two weeks yeah how many times have they seen each other in two weeks first of all but also so we're talking now about having a baby being engaged and I guess thinking of like planning a wedding sure she just lost her job. Right. And buying a house. Right. Like and then also, yeah, Dexter does the Dexter didn't even move in yet. You know? And it's like you and I are just planning a wedding. And not that that's been stressful at all. It's been like a lot of fun. But it's it's been like more consuming than not. Good right. stuff, but right. consuming for sure. So it's like, could you imagine if we had other things going on? Right. I couldn't right. imagine one other thing going yeah. on, let alone all of that. Yeah. Like, that's nuts to even think of... I, I didn't even realize how much he yeah, is putting on her own a plate baby right now. just engaged. Yeah. He doesn't even move... He doesn't, he doesn't even live with her yet. Right. And she <laughs> lost her job. Like, how do you... You can't even did get Did she actually lose her job? She did, she right? She fired, yeah. She was? Last okay. episode, okay. yeah. Um, but it's a great idea because I have so much free time, so let's look for a house, too. Like, what? <laughs> well, I, I guess sort of... You know, that's like sort of Sills. That's where Sill is helping out. Yeah. You know, it would be like, you know, imagine your best friend was a wedding planner. All yeah. of a sudden that wedding, it takes a lot. Le- I'm just, yeah. you know, um, I was just, br- that was just more of the fact of like, how are you bringing this up around other people and other people? And you don't talk to Dexter personally yeah. about it first. You don't even like sort of, um, what's the word? Um, I mean, I think I think you said it. She didn't. They didn't even have a conversation yeah. about it. And I mean, at the end of the episode, and I know that we'll get there. They kind of talk about a timeline for get, getting married, mm-hmm. but like this all just happened, right? You know, and like, wouldn't you want to do? Like, I wouldn't even like. Wouldn't you want to do like just get one thing off of the list before right, you right. add more? You know, yeah. and I feel as if Rita is being like overly pushy or overly like taking on way too much and i feel like dexter is backing off too much like i feel like they're both being a little ridiculous and a, a little, little extreme yes very dramatic both of them but in like total opposite ways you know if i'm gonna extend the courtesy to dexter of the idea of why thinks he 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 sort of he's like no to like almost everything is his entire you know because we kind of get like the next scene where dexter is like how could i give this up like you know uh, he says like something like the, the most beautiful three words is like please no children or whatever yeah. like you know um but just sort of like he's had and he's dexter's above 35 yeah i and i'm gonna sound so stupid saying this but it was a little bit of a fear of mine and it, it's 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 fear of people once they get to a certain age once they're single it's like oh shit i'm set in my ways yeah like no no, no. i don't even i can't even live with you yeah and you know sort of everything comes together but dexter he's never had to ha- you know have to come home to that yeah and he always had his hideaway so just imagine and dexter wasn't thinking that far ahead there's 
and I guess add to it in front of company. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're just like, no, I'm not giving up my place. What do you, you know? I also feel like, and we could go talk about this a little bit later too, but I also feel like how Dexter is selfish. Like Rita's being pretty selfish here too. You know, it was like Dexter just got on board with having the baby. Then like now they're engaged and now it's like she gets upset that he doesn't want to look at houses and she could get upset that she has every right to be upset if, if that's how she feels. But you also have to like look at how your spouse feels too. Yeah. Like, this isn't just you, Cody and Aster anymore. This right, is now right. Dexter's in there too. And if he's not ready to look at houses, then that might bum you out. But you need to hear his side also, you know, and that gets like a little bit selfish on her part too. And that's just two people coming together. I feel like, you and, know, and, and I'll say like, while you're saying Dexter being selfish, all uh, Rita being selfish. Also, it doesn't seem like he wants to discuss it either. Because he's just like, no, I'm going fishing. Yeah. End of story. Like, you know. Um, so sort of, you know, Dexter comes home and he's just sort of like, you know, I, I can't imagine ever giving this up. And we get Ghost Harry again. Um, I feel like it's one of the first times he's actually a father yeah. figure. And that has to do with killing or, you know, crazy ideas that he's going to pass on this stuff to his kid. Um, a funny line when he when Ghost Harry's like, I hope she doesn't insist place with central air. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> so I definitely was thinking as that happened, I don't even know of a place that doesn't have central AC in Florida. Oh, I do. Yeah. That doesn't have central AC. I've, yeah. Uh, looking at apartments, I remember. Yeah, oh it was absolutely. God. You just have units in every room. That's awful though. Oh, I, uh, it, it, it's not I, I wouldn't say it's awful as much as like terribly inefficient I guess yeah. like there's no like temperature control and whatever yeah. like you know um no yeah but there's definitely places without central AC oh my god yeah no I'll, <laughs> I'm with you um and you know it's funny like even later Deb is like let me get your place like, yeah what are you doing with your place and it just I, I just imagine how attacked Dexter feels yeah. um you know um and, you know, Deb sort of says the lunch uh, that Dexter is the last person who needs a fuck pad. Yeah. We're just not so many episodes removed from him and Lila. Going nuts. Yeah. Yeah. With all candles and shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. It's, and obviously it's, you know, Dexter's, you know, how long, however long Dexter and Rita have been together. Um, later in the episode, Rita has a bunch of houses, you know, sort of the scene we're talking about when he's like, no, I'm going fishing. You know, Rita has a bunch of houses pulled up that they want to go look at tomorrow. Uh-huh. And that's when I sort of realized you're Rita. What are you talking about? You always want to go look at a new house. You want to. You want to. I'm sorry. Let me let me tell it back. You always want to buy a new house. Yes. You haven't gone as far as actual houses. Yeah. But if I fed into you one percent, it would be over. Okay. Let but- me set the scenario for people who probably like. What are they talking about? God, how much do I want to divulge here? No. You are. We are very fortunate. That you made some great moves. Yeah. And we are in a, I don't know how you say this, a happening area. Happening. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting so personal right now. And Marissa always sort of wants to look over the fence. Yeah. So maybe I could buy that. So, but uh-huh. we did get engaged in our house. So then I told you that we can never move because right. I have too much sentimental value. And I also love my house, mm-hmm. our house, mm-hmm. but it is like on the back 
of in, of my mind, you know, like, ooh, let's get a house. Like, it, like we live in a condo now, so I guess, like, more of a single-family house. By the back of the mind, your mind, you mean your front. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, then, instead of us sitting on the couch watching the Mindy Project and you playing your Nintendo Switch, we're going to be, like, <laughs> mowing the lawn. Right, right. And so it's like, ooh, don't want to do that yet. Yeah, I was just it's, saying you're Rita. Yeah, and I don't, but I'm not. I'm <laughs> but you did make my favorite a roast. Oh yeah, she was totally buttering him up with that roast. Like if I want anything, just cook you chicken franchise. Hey babe, by the way, and I made chicken franchise for you also. At what? first, I felt bad for her. I was like, man, she even made his favorite. And then I was like, wait a minute, that was a strategic decision on her part to get the houses. Good move, oh, Rita. Man, that's funny. Um, I, I guess I also like here that it is actual relationship problems. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, Dex, I didn't know you were a drug addict. Yeah. Even though you killed Paul. Like, yeah. You know, it's actually like, this is real. You're, right. We're, we're veering very close into like personal. For sure. You know, like real, real uh, stuff, whatever. Um, Which makes them a little bit more relevant. Um, Let's see here. So, I had some Devin Anton. Uh, Some stuff specifically to the Skinner case. Super minor, Masuka and Batista. And then I guess the whole cruise ship, which I want to save for the second half. Yeah. Uh, which one you want to do first? Let's do Deb and Anton. So Deb and Anton meet up. Um, oh God, this is one of my oldest nitpicks. I remember watch when we were watching the show back in two thousand nine, right? I know the show aired in two thousand eight, but I, I watched this season as the lead up, and I watched season four live um, when they're deciding this whole butt kiss and butt kiss yeah. thing and whatever. Deb is, uh, they bet like a million dollars. Yeah. And Deb goes, I'll take a check. Yeah. I, I don't understand. This is such a stupid nitpick. Well, if you're making a bet, why would you be like, I'll take a check? When you're like, cash, bitch. Okay, that was the worst the, the nitpick dumbest, I've ever The heard. dumbest yeah. one. Uh, next. <laughs> Deb's looking out for Anton and Anton's picking up on it. Yeah. So how... Their flirting was literally though, like, gag me. Whoa. Like, like so ridiculous. Oh, like okay. just either bone already or move on. <laughs> like this is so ridiculous. Like they're like literally though, it was like middle school flirting. Yeah. <laughs> so over it. So this alley guy that Anton sort of leads him to, uh leads Deb to Wendell. Yeah. Did you forget about Wendell? Um, I Did you yeah. need the Dexter voiceover to say Wendell when he walks in? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, later on in the episode, after Deb gets some Freebo intel, she heads back over to Anton's, and you called it before she answers the door. Oh yeah. You were like, "There's definitely a guy there." I have my spidey sense. You have your spidey sense. Yeah. Right. Wait, are we going to talk about how Wendell was cut loose? Um, I think I sort of have that in the Skinner case stuff, oh, which okay, we could just move right into. Uh, so apparently this is a sheriff's case, and I don't know why or how. Go ahead. So what's the difference between the sheriff and the Miami Metro? It's almost like we have this plan, and I swear to God we didn't. I swear. I was actually scared to ask. Uh, well, no, that sounds sounds like you're not nice to me. Okay. But I was like, I was going to ask on the podcast, and then I was like, oh my gosh, is it like that obvious? Like, I should know this, but I don't know. So because of what I do for work, sometimes we have to contact the sheriff's office. Okay. But... If you ever read the news or anything, you also he- read Fort Lauderdale Police. Um, whatever. The okay. police, you know, like yeah. Deerfield or, or whatever, yeah. you know, okay. Miami Lakes Police, whatever. So each city, legally city, 
right? They have their own police department. Okay. The sheriff's escort is overarching. Arcing. So, meaning it's Broward. Like countywide. It's Dade. Okay. West Palm County uh, sheriffs. What the difference? I never f- never looked into that, but they cover more like city to city or whatever. Okay. I mean, city to city within Broward. Okay. Why this case becomes a sheriff's case, I have no idea. Well, they, didn't they say that it was called into the sheriff's department? Sure, but I don't understand why if everyone just calls it into the sheriff's department or how the Miami Metro yeah, I no whatever. I, I don't understand that much. Um, I'll, I'll find out tomorrow and kind of get back to you on, on our next episode. But yeah, um, I literally have that here. I just have it as Broward takes over the whole day, you know, the whole county, yeah. whatever. Um, and if you notice here, too, when they show up to this first Skinner victim, um, Masuka is wearing a tie. Yeah. And it's sort of where that uh, that whatever storyline goes. Uh, so here they're bringing in Wendell. And again, Dexter is five steps ahead of Miami Metro. If you think about how like they're getting to Wendell now. Yeah. Dexter literally found them within the first 20 minutes, the yeah. first episode, you know. Um, so Wendell's being interviewed by Deb. Uh, I only know this actor from, do you ever see the Notorious movie? No. Notorious P.I.G. movie. No. He played Little C's. Um, so before we get to the cutting loose, um, some carryover story. Deb being a little softer with Wendell. Sure. This whole thing about softball and, you know. Kind of relating to like his mom not being sure, around. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, and do you remember what you blurted out here? No, what did I blurt out? When Deb and Wendell are sort of, he's like, oh man, I didn't I didn't know you played first base and let me get you some food. You were like, no. Deb, he's too young for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, so he's cut loose. What do you What do you got on being cut loose? Well, I think that Quinn cut him loose. Like I, like I know that Quinn cut him loose and said, oh, his mom wouldn't sign for him. But I think that Quinn cut him loose like i don't even think that that the mom maybe even was there or even said anything i think that quinn did it so what i don't get about this episode and maybe i wasn't paying super close attention because later deb comes find wendell and just yep. like hey i know you don't want you don't yeah. want to talk but your mother's also not around i guess they meant that she's always working there. I guess. Because like, why would his mom come and be like, no, he's not allowed to talk? Yeah. Of course not. But also when Deb does come around to Wendell, Wendell says, hey, the other officer told me I wasn't allowed to talk to you. It wasn't like, hey, my mom didn't want me to talk to you. He specifically... But how, how would she not... How would Deb not pick up on that immediately? I don't know. But he specifically said, the other guy told me I can't talk to you. And then I that's... Th- I, I, I took that as the officer, let's say Quinn... The mother told Quinn he's not speaking, and Quinn told him, "Hey, listen, we you have to go because right." But you would just think like he's a fifteen year old boy; he's like cognizant enough to know like if his mom. You think he's fifteen? They said he's fifteen. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But um, like you would think that like his mom would come there. His mom would say, "No, I don't want you talking to these people," and then he would leave instead of saying that guy told me I can't talk to you. Right. You know, so that's what made me think, okay, Quinn kind of set him loose, whether or not the mom even showed up at the station or not. Right. You know, it's it's just a uh, good timing that the minute Deb leaves her desk, sure, she's gone. Sure. You know? Um, so when Deb does go to Wendell's house, uh, we see some sort of mysterious figure is scoping out Quinn. Wendell and Deb. You think it's Quinn? Yeah. With the binoculars? Yeah. I need like those Jamaican air horns right now. Like, beep, 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 beep. when you like a siren, that's a that's a bold prediction. That's what I think. You think it was Quinn spying on? Yeah, I think Quinn let the kid out. Damn. I why? 
Why is he spying? Because he's got something going on with drugs. Oh. Got that H? <laughs> he's got the H. <laughs> So okay. I, think, I think that Quinn let him out to, uh-huh. to protect someone or to protect himself. And then I think Quinn is nosing around in what Deb's doing. Okay. I, I, I was going to ask you something, but we're not even going to ask it. Don't even ask it. Guess what? <laughs> I'm not going to ask it. Uh, I guess we can get into some minor Masuka and Batista. Okay. Right? Uh, Batista is going to ask out Gianna. So stupid. I think. Oh, <laughs> I whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I just think it's so you, you, stupid. I can't believe you had such strong feelings. <laughs> I love that your Batista's every episode now. <laughs> uh, if I was her, and like, you know what? Whoever is listening, I'm not judging anyone. You do, are. Do what you want with your sexual preferences. Super judge. But I don't know of anyone that would really love to be with someone that has to that pays for sex and then also like you just have to think like diseases stds all that stuff and like how did you guys meet oh i accidentally picked her up because i thought she was a prostitute even though she was undercover (laughs) that's a cute story like what Uh, i i i i i'm not it's not crazy that he's asking her out it's crazy that she's even considering it you know right um in my opinion yeah, I, I mean, I can't really disagree with anything. Uh, I, I would, I guess, I just sort of say like this is probably like cop life, you know. I imagine like other cops met on like a grisly crime scene and just kind of like, oh, where'd you guys meet? It's like funny. Do you remember that big shooting? And you know, I, I know. I'm just, I'm trying to like, like give imagine credit. if we met and I was like, yeah, I'm a prostitute. What exactly? <laughs> that exactly. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you say I'm a prostitute. You just kind of, you met at work. And that's just something you guys work on if it's whatever. Uh, I'm with you. It's crazy. She's entertaining it. I wonder why she's entertaining it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I wonder what there, what's going on with her. Yeah. Um, I was also going to say where she shows up to. That's a filming location I have. Um, the hotel? Yeah, the hotel. And it, it's used again later. Um Masuka is super pissed. No one attended his speaker conference. Yeah. Um, and you see, that's why he's sort of like all straight laced this episode. And, uh-huh. you know, yes, please. And thank you. Um, I mean, later when he like proves that this Skinner is completely not related to their yeah. own case. Um, he's wears, wearing a suit. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's kind of funny. Uh, anything on, on Masuka? Cause, I mean, I really don't have anything just because I'm just like, it's, it's so... Um, yeah, you know, I I, I kind of really have much either. I like Masuka as a character. Um, I did kind of feel for him a little bit this episode, so I'm glad that at the end of the episode it was kind of redeemed and like finished. If sure, this like sure. dragged out, it would have been annoying. But yeah. like, it was it was okay for the episode. Um, I like him. Break. And now, some thoughts on science from Masuka. Your victim was smothered. That's not opinion. That's science. And science is one cold-hearted bitch with a 14-inch strap-on. And he's back. We're back. Oh. Hey. Nasty. 
Um, two things. Two. <laughs> we are going to be coming out with another episode on Monday. Ooh. This episode's coming out Friday the second, so another episode will be coming out f- Monday the third. Um, two things. Well, that's the one thing. <laughs> the second thing, we last episode which we did Sunday. We were talking about Haunting of Hill House. Oh, my God. Get the tissues. <laughs> and we finished it. And we both really enjoyed it. It honestly yeah. was a really, really good series. Like, the more you think about it, it was so much more than, like, a scary thriller. There were so many layers to it. I really enjoyed it a I lot. Think, I think why I didn't like it at first is because it was labeled as like a ha- yeah. haunted house. And I, I don't like the haunted house genre in general. And then just they, they made the character seem so generic. But that was almost on point for how it goes up. So if you want a, a Dig and Dexter recommendation, definitely um, check out uh, Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Uh, secondly, would you... When I, when I say recommend... Excuse me. When I say recommend, meaning would you tell someone to pay $15 to go see the new Halloween? We saw the new Halloween yesterday on Halloween. Would you recommend someone go? So I'm kind of going to say the same thing I said to you. I thought it was, it definitely could have been worse. And I thought it was better for like that whole stabbing horror movie. I thought it was better. It had a few parts that were a little like, which way is this going to go? Um... I'm I like the the thriller kind of things more like I I really like the right I'm not such a horror gore right whatever um I I don't think it was I I, I didn't leave disappointed so would you recommend someone go pay to see it now or wait for it on DVD yeah wait for it on DVD (laughs) (laughs) I thought the movie was great I thought it was don't go see it no that that's I judge a movie on if I had fun or not I had fun though right and it, that to me that's all that matters yeah. like if i had fun if i'm not rolling my eyes or whatever um i think that's why i like the marvel movies those are like these big blockbusters but i when i walk out i'm like did i have fun or did i not you know um i had fun but i'm gonna say just like you you could totally wait for like the dvd yeah. you're not missing anything it's not a movie theater experience you know yeah um and that's our uh reviews for the week so uh <laughs> to get back into this episode, um, we could sort of knock off kind of like what happens. Uh, so in the beginning of the episode, Miguel brings this Ethan Turner case to Dexter about, yeah. you know, um, basically this guy who marries women for money and then kills them but gets away with it. Yeah. So the No, I know. I'm following the code. <laughs> yeah, but like when you think about it, you sometimes every once in a while you'll hear of these like high profile uh-huh, cases uh-huh, where a spouse uh-huh. gets killed and then you find out like wait a minute, this guy had other previous wives right. that were killed. Like that like it's not even that far fetched. Sure. You I, do hear about it's it. It's not. I just it, it's like so like No, I know. This guy's such a sleaze ball, such I just I always say I just wish there was a little bit more ambiguity in this. Yeah. Show. Uh when Miguel shows up to Dexter almost leaving, I, I guess uh, I, I guess we kind of did talk about it a little bit, but sort of like what the setup is, is like Seal's going to go look at houses with Rita mm-hmm. and Dexter was going to go fishing. What Dexter means by he's going to go fishing, he's secretly going to get on this cruise ship to kill Ethan. Yeah. Um, so as he's packing up his boat, Miguel sort of just shows up. Right. And he's like, oh, um, what do you call that? Rain check for yesterday. Yeah. I love how much 
Miguel can't take a hint, but like he doesn't want to not take a hint. Like he desperately wants to be invited. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, do you remember this as a little kid inviting yourself over sleepovers? This yeah. was like totally a thing with my friends. I was always invited to <laughs> everywhere I went. Okay, well, it was a thing where you like you weren't allowed to like invite yourself, but you totally would invite yourself. You never did the thing like, like I'm not I'm not doing anything. <laughs> like one of those. No, 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 no. It was more like ask your mom if I'm allowed. You never did that. No. Oh my god, we totally. You're weird. Like, okay, no, I'm definitely not. Definitely, when you were little, you'd be like, yeah, yeah. Um, so why I love Miguel so much? Then it's this always. It's the same thing. It, I always remember the butt kiss, bum yeah. kiss thing from this episode. And I always love when he's like, Coño, whatever we catch, whatever you catch today, we throw in the grill. But the way he's doing it with his hand, yeah. I, I just love Miguel yeah. there. Miguel is very animated this episode. So, and when they no, talk no, about. Not this episode. He's always well, that's animated. True. But when they talk about the massage and he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and then there was another time that he does something else where like. He speaks, but not even speaking with his hands. He speaks with like his entire body. Yeah, you know? no, that's why I, I love. I love this. I love this part. Where yeah, he whatever you. But he does this. He's like, we we uh, throw in the grill tonight. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. He rubs his hand and claps. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I God, I, I I hope I catch it. We have the episode on now. I want to watch. I just love that that uh, part. Um, <laughs> so I have it in my notes here. Like I think I'm realizing I love Miguel and Jimmy Smith this season. This is my man crush. I want to hang out with Miguel and just yell, Coña, oh yeah, dígame. <laughs> oh boy. Definitely added a lot of Spanish. Letters. Yeah. I'm not sure we ever get back in Dexter. I feel like this is the most Spanish we get. That's funny. Um. <laughs> uh, so Dexter goes to Bimini. We should go to Bimini. We really should actually. Do, do you remember I told you I had one? Yeah. I, and I, you couldn't go. Yeah. That's insane. Um, I've never been to Bimini. Supposedly, it's just a part of the Bahamas, um, which I've been to the Bahamas before. But you could take like this little boat. Well, well they have the, that they little. have the they have the fast cru- yeah. fast pass now, and it's yeah. like a little cruise. It's like an hour to I get know. there. You could we could literally leave at like seven a.m. I know. Come back and whatever. We really should do it. I heard it's really nice. I, I thought it was total BS that why would Dexter even be allowed to bring his golf clubs? Like, there's no way there's golfing on Bimini Island. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Is there? Totally there oh, is. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Which made me think Bimini is so much bigger than... I thought Bimini was as big as like our complex. <laughs> like, you know, just surrounded yeah. by a beach. But it turns out it's yeah. actually like there is golfing. Like a little there, island. Yeah. yeah. But I, I heard they, they just built... When I say just built, I mean like about five years ago, um, made something really super nice. Yeah. Remember? Well, you were in the car when we did this filming location. Um... Ghost Harry shows up again as Dexter is laying down. Uh, we see Dexter's mother mm-hmm. is there too. Um, but I think here it sort of sets up that thing of like, how do you balance? You know, it's like, I would never cheat on Rita. Yeah. But cheating doesn't come in physically kissing another woman. There's yeah. a, a whole different ways of cheating, you know? Um, I wouldn't say Dexter's cheating on Rita here, despite what I just said. Yeah. Um, and I... I don't know. I guess we get this at the end of the episode. Like, should he have been there? Yeah. It's like, what is he never going to go do anything for himself? Yeah. No, I agree with you. I definitely wouldn't go as far as to say that he's cheating. You know, um, I think that, it, again, it's just, you know, two people that are, you know, kind of both in their ways and they're both, yeah. you know, in the mid 30s right. are coming together as one. And it's difficult. Things are going to come up and things, you know, that they're not used to are going to come up that maybe make them uncomfortable or just they didn't think about it, you know? Uh, So Dexter sneaks onto the cruise. 
I'm going to follow the code, but I'm still going to get it out. One, how do you just sneak onto I a know. cruise ship? I know. Two, where is his boat parked that he got onto the cruise ship and how did he get back? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Following the code. Um, and if you notice that cruise ship that's in the background, it's there twice. It's totally CGI. <laughs> that's know? funny. Um, so finally we get the kill scene where Dexter's in Ethan Turner's cruise room. Yep. I've never been on a cruise. I'm pretty sure you have. Yeah. That must be like a deluxe super suite. That's literally the penthouse suite of it's, all suites. Yeah, because be- I've always heard it's as big as, it's a little bit smaller than the room we're in yeah, now. Yeah, it's smaller than our living room. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, when I saw that, I, I you know, I've seen this episode a bunch of times, whatever, Um, but yeah, I was like, damn, cruises, that's huge. Cruises are so fun, and I was thinking to myself, we have to go on a cruise too, but we have a lot to do. But cruises are so much fun, and you're not really in your room aside for sleeping. Like, even if you want to, like, hang out, like, you just, like, go upstairs. So yeah, like, yeah. You, you hang, you go upstairs, and you sit on one of, like, the tables and chairs, and you're still by yourselves. Like, it's not like you're with other people, you know? Right. Um. So, you, there's literally so much to do, but cruise rooms are tiny. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, they do have, like, really cool suites, though, that have, like, jacuzzis on the balcony and, like, these crazy suites, but I think that they're, like, gazillions of dollars, you know? Right. But um no, this guy's room was nothing like what a normal stateroom. <laughs> right. And even like I've had a stateroom with like a balcony before, still yeah. nothing like that. It's funny. Yeah. Uh despite this thing about the golf bag, I do like that he like totally packed his kill tools in I his know. golf bag. Like, I know. you know. Um an amazing song choice that Dexter picks when he kills Ethan. Do you remember the song? I don't, but I remember like laughing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going through some changes myself, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Dexter kind of pulls it out. He, he is being cheeky and like he says it. He's like, I was shuffling through your iPod and I had to fit something. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. I changed it myself. Um, so, what I wanted to bring back in the de- beginning of the episode starts, and Dexter's like, I'm not, I don't know much about giving, like, you know, more about taking out life, severing the aorta or whatever. Yeah. The episode starts out with like the heartbeat, yeah, like the sonogram, and then here at when he kills Ethan Turner, you hear the heartbeat. He puts his fingers yeah. to it, and like we get yeah. the audio of of him I, with the heartbeat. I remember the part with Ethan and the heartbeat. Yeah. I didn't put the two and two together, but that's yeah. cool. We just sort of the idea of like giving life and yeah, taking life cool. and whatever. And if if you look at it like that, like this is a whole nother. And I'm sure we actually have that book right here, Dexter and Philosophy. I'm uh-huh. sure there's a whole thing to it, but like. He's almost playing God when he's yeah. creating life and taking life, but that's way too deep. Yeah. Um, Dex sort of rushes his kill, you know, because he's kind of like got to get in, get out. Not knowing the particulars of all this, and of course, right? And assuming like Dexter is a master at this. My question is like, this seems totally doable, but holy shit, you know, if we're going to follow the code on a lot of stuff, like, think about how hard... No. And he had to sneak... He had to sneak on a cruise ship into... How did he even find out his room? Yeah. Try and find out someone's hotel room. No, I know. All of it, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a cool, different kill. You know, I I, I, li- I like when they take... Take it... You know, they, they sort of disrupt the formula of Dexter goes out and... Right. You know, break this up is like, like the a cruise everyday ship, so stuff, kinda, yeah. It's kind of cool. He gets to throw them off the... the ship yeah you know whatever um while dexter was sneaking onto the boat um rita has an emergency mm-hmm. they're looking at houses and she gets rushed to the hospital so it's funny we've been saying like oh my god you know 
you're just unloading your world on like Miguel and Sil. Yeah. But it's also like, thank God for them. Right. She would have yeah. been in the hospital by herself waiting yeah. for Deb, I guess, you know? Um, it's just like, who else would Rita have? No, I know. <laughs> I guess her mom too, but I don't know where her mom is now. Yeah. She just kind of got chipped off yeah. and whatever. Uh, when Dexter finally gets back to shore, do you remember the days of turning on your cell phone and having like 10 Oh my God. 10 yeah. And yeah. Like, and you think you're cool. And they're like, all from your mom. (laughs) (laughs) So not much has changed in my life, but... (laughs) Now today it's text messages like, hey, where are you? But like, they used to be the thing, voicemails, you know? Um, Something that's also cool here, like little symbolism or theme, whatever they play with, like in one pocket, Dexter is looking at the sonogram. Mm -hmm. In the other pocket, he has the blood slide. Interesting. And he puts kind of puts it both in like each different pocket. Yeah. Which just kind of like that's his Angel and devil. Two, well, I, uh, I would say more. That's a a decent way of looking at it. I was thinking more of just like he has these are the two things in his life he has to start balancing. Right. And this whole episode of him being like you know. Yeah. Um. Imagine that what the fuck moment when Dexter hears these voicemails. No. Though. Like you're just out all day no. and I don't yeah. know. Like, this is like a horrible um thing to kind of relate it to but i guess just that feeling of like when you wake up and you're late for work and you're like what time is it what's going on where am i all that but like eight thousand times worse you know but that's like the only thing i could relate it to you know um so dexter gets to the hospital we kind of find out everything's okay we see miguel's going nuts getting the best doctor and you know you know going Are you okay with how this played out? What do you mean? If I set it up like this, Dexter is totally missing all day. Mm-hmm. Something terrible happened to Rita. Dexter could have not known. It could have been a planned day where Dexter is going to go out to the shore. Right. Could have happened any day. It's not Dexter's fault. Right. But the idea, he was missing all day. Right. And like the sort of the first second Rita sees Dexter, she's super apologetic. Like, hey, right. you're right. We shouldn't look at houses. I'm sorry. I just want... And Deb is even more hard, is even harder on Dexter than Rita is. Right. Um, does that? Did you catch that at all? Did that bother you at all? So I caught that a little bit. I think that Deb was extra hard on Dexter because Wendell struck a chord with her. Okay. And with his mom not being around, it made her think of Harry. Sure, sure. And then she was like, oh my God, is Dexter going to not be around? Like, sure. be, it, be at the softball games, you know, when yeah, she hugged yeah. him. So I think that's why Deb took it a little farther, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, I know it could happen to anyone. I think it was, it was pretty shitty that Dexter wasn't around all day, you know? Um, but at the same time with Rita, I think that that's kind of just like how she is. Like that's kind of the person she is. Is subservient the word? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that word. Go ahead. But um, but also at the same time, like I think that Dexter, uh, I'm sorry, Rita could just get really apologetic when she doesn't have to be. But on the other hand, she has to just be happy that her baby's okay because sure, what was sure, going sure. on in her head. And also like... Um, I've never had a child before, but I know like if something like that happens, like you kind of just need to be like as relaxed as possible. Like she even says, like the doctor says, I'll be fine as long as I just like stay on bed rest for a few days. And like, 
I think that that is fairly common in pregnancies like that maybe you're just kind of like overworking you know because you're so used to not being pregnant you know that you do the same things so um you know she might just think like you know what my baby's fine Dexter's here now I'm not going to stress about it I'm not going to get myself worked up about it because like right. I need to do that for the baby yeah. you know so yeah. that's like I, I get where you're coming from totally like it's fucked up but it's like what's like being upset and yelling gonna do and then if it it could possibly like do anything to her or the baby it's just like there's no point you know yeah um but then another thing that kind of pissed me off is she said something like oh we won't get a house until we're married and he was like just tell me when and it's like what are you like (laughs) what do you want you know it's like you you act as if it's like just tell me when and i you know i'm ready whenever you are we could you know right now and then it's like He's terrified and doesn't want to sell his apartment. Like, what? Yeah. Get it together. I, I guess I, I, I to like re, to cap what you were saying. It's sort of just like, what were we even fighting about? Yeah. And I think Dexter. And what's more important here, the baby. Right. And I think Dexter sort of is like, oh God, I didn't know how much this meant to me that the the child being hurt. Like, you know, I don't care. Whatever you want. I guess sort of they both folded. Yeah. Um, just to make sure I wasn't saying like a sexual term, subservient <laughs> means prepare to obey others unquestioningly, unquestionably, unquestioningly. Okay. I can see here is that. Kinda. Less. Yeah. Um, so our episode ends with Dexter and Miguel putting the kids to the bed. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird. Um, and Miguel brings up the story about how Ethan Turner, Ethan Turner is now missing. Yep. Uh, I like how he brings it up as first as like he's mad or he's yeah, like guilty. Definitely. And Dexter's like, no, no, whatever. You see how this small Michael C. Hall is next to Jimmy yeah. Smith? He's like a. I feel like Michael uh, Jimmy Smith can like hold his hand, right, and give Mike Michael C. Hall a balloon, like yeah. You know? Um, and next season, John C. John C. Lithgow, John John Lithgow, yeah, is that his name. He's tremendous too. Yeah. Like all these guys are huge, and Michael C. Hall is so small and tiny. <laughs> um, but like, Miguel went crazy looking for Dexter. Yeah, because he said he sent the Coast Guard. Yeah, like you know, and I guess as the assistant DA, he has that pull. Yeah. Um, but I just love how at first how crazy antagonistic he is, but then he's like almost happy. Yeah. Super blessed that like Dexter did this, you yeah. know. Um. I love how Miguel brings it up while Cody and Esther's door is still open. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God, like, please shut that door, you know? Um, and I I agree with you. I feel like it was weird how in the beginning when Miguel brought it up, he seemed like defensive and mad and almost like on edge about it. And then you kind of see like, it, it, as he unravels, it's like he's, he's all about it. Yeah, yeah. And like thinks it's like cool. You know, and I, I still don't know how Miguel put two and two together. Like I get like, oh, but Dexter killed Freebo. And it's like, I get all of that. But I, I mean, how do you have a, how do you have that hunch? You know? And then even Miguel says, I gave you Ethan and you, you took it. Like Miguel set him up. Well, hold on. Let me say this. Because I get, I'm usually the one who will say, there's no way in the world Miguel would have figured this out. But listen to what he said. Sent the coat, like, where did you say you were going? 
Oh, you were there? That's right, because I sent... And they were looking for you everywhere. And Dexter, yeah, it's a big ocean. The ocean isn't that big when you're going here to Bimini. Right. There's one path. Yeah. You know? There's there's one whatever. Um, so Miguel says, oh, yeah, I went to that reef. You weren't there. You So right there, he's caught in a lie. Yeah. At the same time, Ethan Turner went missing, and no one could reach you all day. I could totally see why he thinks... Two and two together. It's a reach. I'm with you. Yeah. It's totally says a reach. In it, like I gave you Ethan Turner and you venged him for me. Like yeah. he literally says that. Right. So it was like Miguel set gave him the bait to see if he would take it. So he even had that hunch before all of this even happened. Uh, you know, which is yeah. which is just it's just kind of crazy. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm going with it and I, I'm not I'm not like this is a lame storyline. Like I'm into it, you know. But um, but it's just like, how did you have that hunch that you gave him this Ethan storyline, this Ethan case, mm-hmm. to see if he would take it? Now, if you go back to last episode where we kind of Miguel also found out Dexter threw everyone off the trail of Freebo. Mm-hmm. So Dexter's been like doing this stuff off the whatever. Yeah. Um. I get what you mean. I imagine this being one of Dexter's biggest fears, like getting caught with like no stupid, silly alibi. Right. And like not buying any of his bullshit. Yeah. Just totally being cornered. Yeah. But a little bit of a cheat of the show too. Dexter ends up getting praised for this. Right. Like, you know, it's just yeah. like, I can't, I'm, you're so great. Yeah. I, can't I also this. think, and, um, and this is just getting way too into it because again, I, it's not like I'm, I'm not liking the way that, that the season's going. I am. But, um, another thing too, is that like, that's like a pretty big accusation. And it's like, and I know like, you know, sometimes like we will accuse people just, you know, whatever, but it's never like. Dexter did you like come on you can tell me like it's just it's really strange that and then even like at the end of it if Miguel's like okay Dexter whatever you say you know like but like you know it just doesn't seem to add up or whatever but Miguel doesn't do that like Miguel doesn't even ask him Miguel's like I know you did it and like I'm so proud of you you know or like I'm so happy that you did that for me let me say two things strange um let me say two three things here the reason why Miguel never gets never ask is because he also knows dexter is way too non-trustworthy and slick to ever answer right like we've been like you know he's like you know it's like yeah there's only one person you could trust and he's like yourself he's like gonyo i'm talking about you like you know <laughs> um also like i said the previous episode like the reason why they're even this close why they're putting the kids to bed together is because miguel caught dexter killing freebo yeah so it's totally not, it's not like I came to you, did you get that bomb? You'd be like, what, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. bomb, like, you know, but if you kind of hit a history of making bombs, like, right. oh, shit, you know, um, God, why did I write this last word? Yeah, I, I guess sort of saying that it's kind of like what their, their friendship started out of, kind of like the same way Batista and this Gianna. Yeah. Like if Batista gets caught with a hooker in a few weeks, Gianna can't be like, if like they're dating, how dare you? Yeah, like, it's kind of like, come on. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. Again, I, I'm not disappointed in how it in the in the storyline or the scene. I just thought like like man, like you're not even gonna ask him. You're just you know that it was him. How do you know? I, I think that's. I think just Miguel knows. You know. You know. Um, 
You ever have people at work, you know you're never going to get either a straight answer or the straight story or you're never going to get them to like totally buy on you 100%? Yes. I, I don't know. I just, I, I know, I, I don't know. I get what you're saying. I just, I don't think Dexter will ever, ever be the person. Yes. Yeah. It's always like, well, yeah. you know, it's like, that's, a, that's you, you know, think about what you're saying. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, no, Dexter, you're actually crazy. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, and I like the little scene too where like Miguel just sort of like slowly tries to put a hand on him and like Dexter just kind of fucking freaks out and waves yeah. him off, you know? Um, I, I like it as like, as a, mar- I mean, in the episode kind of ends, he's like, Harry saw this killed him yeah lila saw this you know crazy miguel sees this and he's like happy yeah he's like you know um that's sort of our how our episode ends anything you would like to add no marisaito da marisita marisita i think um i think we covered it sure this was a, when you look at it, kind of like just like how it happens when a big block of the episode is this sort of thing, and there's really not much depth to it because we have a shorter episode than usually. But we did talk a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I feel like we covered more today than we did on previous episodes. Yeah. Um, but like a big block of the episode is just sort of there's not much depth to Dexter and you know whatever. Um, do you? I guess I want to start doing it now. Last episode was all in the family where Dexter proposed. Hmm. Was this episode better than any of the episodes this season? Um, we got the intro, the opening episode, finding I, Freebo. I liked this episode a lot. I thought that this was a pretty, a pretty good episode. Um, probably the most entertaining yet. Oh, really? I would say. Okay. Yeah. Um, another thing that you and I spoke about off air. Um, is like the whole binging, non-binging, oh, yeah, and things not, like that. We're not gonna. Yeah. So we, um, season one and two, we did not binge. We watched week by week, and we recorded afterwards. So I didn't really know um the future of the season. This season, season three, we started to try and binge, and I think that it was just like we were starting to get our flow in season one and two, and then when we changed it in three, it just like was not working. <laughs> yeah, At least for yeah. me, I'll speak for myself. Yeah. Just was not working. Um, so I think that we probably will not binge. Go back to week to week. Yeah, we'll go back to week to week. Uh, I I think that um, yeah. For me, I was just getting too caught up in knowing what happens next and and kind of yeah. uh, remembering what was in this episode versus the last or the or the next. Yeah. Um. So I think that binging or you know binging just not working out so well for us. Sure. We'll do. We'll go back to week to week. Yeah. And it's funny as as soon as we go back to week to week, we're going to do an episode today and an episode Sunday, yeah. and you know. Uh. But I'm glad we are going to be able to f- catch up. I should say hopefully because you never know how the stuff goes. Yeah. Um. And that's it. We will be back next week to discuss episode six. This one? This is totally me not making fun of. Wow, it just hit me how Spanish this season is. Why? Because the next episode is called Soso Studio? <laughs> is that why? Si se puede. Yeah, that's what I said. Do you know what that means? No. Yes, we can. Ooh. My Latin lover over here. <laughs> We'll talk to you next week, everyone. Hasta la pasta. Don't tell them to blow up on